Today we're gonna to continue the conversation with my girlfriend Chris about her journey of becoming a choice mom. I want to go back really quick and talk about, okay, you said you got married at 37. Mm -hmm. How old were you when you got divorced? 40. Okay, 40 when you got divorced. And then how old were you when you started trying to get pregnant? 42. Okay, so talk a little bit about trying to get pregnant at 42 and maybe if you had things to do over again, you know, speak to the age yes. portion because okay. a lot of us, just assume because we see celebrities getting pregnant in their 40s right. that it's just a matter of going yeah. to the doctor and he's gonna hook you up or she. Yeah. Um, talk a little yeah. bit about that for you. I mean, in hindsight, if I had it to do all over again, here's what advice like I try and gently give people um, if they're you know considering this: mm -hmm. freeze your fucking eggs. <laughs> yeah, freeze them. Like if even just insurance, right? It doesn't mean you're gonna need to use them. Just do it because it opens up your options. Yeah. And I did not do that because I was like, oh, I'm special. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> like if I have, if I have to go down this path, which is, a, which is a challenging path, mm -hmm. of course I'm going to get pregnant on my first IUI transfer. Mm -hmm. So I are not, or IUI, whatever you call it. Right. I, I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, get pregnant on my first couple tries. Well, that didn't happen. And a few months would go on in between each of those. So like time kept going on and I finally I was just like, we're doing IVF. Like I wanna like, let's just get this done. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to be a mom and I don't wanna dick around. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the pun, right? right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I did IVF and and I then I had to do two rounds of IVF. So it took four legit tries, two IUIs and two IVF um, transfers. And yeah, I I mean I probably could have been um, more efficient about it because I did let time go by in between each one. But but I feel like that time that goes by. You're nourishing your own soul. You're taking care of your own self yeah. in that process. You're yeah. not a machine. You're not just, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Right. And you have feelings right. about IUIs that don't work out. You have feelings about putting your body through IVF, taking on all that medication. Right. Like, you're a human. Right. You, it's not just a sequence of mechanical events. Right. So I, I totally get yeah. that. And I think that's why one of the things that I espouse or like recommend is starting a little bit earlier than you think. Right. Give yourself the time. Give yourself time because it's an imperfect process. Right. right. If if you need time to to warm up to the idea and like get in the groove with it and you want to try IUIs, go for it. Mm -hmm. From what I've witnessed and my own experience, if you are ready to be a mom, Forget the IUIs and just do IVF. Like, get a loan, whatever. Get the money together. Find a clinic that will do it for right. you for thirteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars. And not that that's not, that's not a small amount of money, but right. but all in all, like, you know, if if you're ready, do the IVF. 
right? Because it, it just works um, much quicker. Yeah I, yeah, I have seen it also. You have to put a value on your own time, your own anxiety, your own angst, your stress, that kind of thing. I, I think IVF, because it tends to, on average, get you pregnant quicker, it you you get your peace of mind back sooner. Right. So there is value in that portion. But it I totally get it. It's hard to get to that space. Right. Um, I'm curious what you think, what kind of emotional work you had to do to get to the space of being able to try or what work you recommend that other people do in in order to like be ready mm -hmm. because it's really not something that you can just go out there and do like lifelong repercussions ladies <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know like you, you do want to think yeah. through it you're getting on that train and you're not getting off the right off the parenthood train once you right. step onto that so i mean no one goes into this um lightly right but for me it was a well, number one, I have a great therapist. I love her. I'm a. I think all human beings on the life in the life on planet Earth journey mm -hmm. should go to a therapist. Right. Good times, bad times, whatever. Just go. Right. Um, so I've, I've really, I really leaned on her um, through this to work through kind of the ups and the downs, mm -hmm. and but mostly the judgment that I had around it, mm -hmm. um, and. The fear that I had around it, like, what if, what if I do this and then ultimately it doesn't work? Um, so, meaning that you don't get pregnant. That I don't get pregnant. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of like when you're not, when you don't try, you can't fail. Okay. And so there was a little bit of that, mm -hmm. um, and there was some grief that had to happen in letting go of right. what I had in my mind for mm -hmm. what my life was going to look like. Mm -hmm. So I had to really um, work through that, right? Feel it, you know. And, I know it's yeah. funny because our life now with our kids is just our joy. And hey, I, I mean, I literally this morning video called her because my daughter is keeps asking for her son, and when are we gonna see him? And is he coming over? And what is he doing? And <laughs> all this stuff. So I'm like calling her early this morning, and like. That's the life that we're living now. Right. But I know a lot of people who are thinking about this path and trying to get pregnant, they're back in that space where the grief and the disappointment is a major reality of their situation. So I do like for those of us who are already on this side of it to, to pause and go back and just acknowledge that and talk about how each one of us had that in some way. And it's, you know, like you're grief or disappointment are around different things than my grief and disappointment and that is totally okay and your situation is going to be something totally unique and that's okay but I just want to acknowledge that there is so much joy on this side of being a mom mm -hmm. but it is totally normal and reasonable and healthy probably to have a list of stuff that you have to work through and let go mm -hmm. before you can wholeheartedly you know, go through this process. Yes, and I would say like my internal work was the grief part for sure, but mm -hmm. then the, there was shame there too. Mm -hmm. So there was, I was kind of ashamed that I had to do this. Like, what's wrong with me? All the people I grew up with, all the people I went to college with, got married and had kids. Right. And I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Am 
I like defective or right. like what is like right so I had to really work through that because that is my own stuff like yeah. other people aren't necessarily thinking that like right. some people might go oh you're you're a single mom by choice. You're a rock star. Right. Like, what a badass. Right. And I've had. And it's kind of funny too because like those people that you know from high school or growing up or whatever, like you know that they're married and maybe they have a crap marriage and you know it or right. you're like, I would not. That works for her. It would not work for me or whatever. Yeah. Like even though you know people's lives are full of challenges, shall we say, there's still this other part that's like, something's wrong with me because I don't have a crap life like that or I don't have a crap situation. Like, aren't I supposed to have a crap? Right. And I, and I think that for a lot of people, that conventional path does work out. And of course it has challenge, yes. challenges. Marriages are hard, right? Relationships can be hard. And you're living under one roof with somebody. But also, I've had friends that that come to me that are in marriages and they're like, damn girl, like I wish I had the freedom that you had. Mm -hmm. I this this is marriage is hard and never occurred to me that this was an option. I thought that I had to like, you know, make it work with the relationship that I had. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is one beautiful quality and a lot of the women that are part of our group is they weren't willing to settle. Mm -hmm. um, and period, they weren't mm -hmm. willing to settle for something that didn't feel right, mm -hmm. or um, forcing something to like get their kid out of it. Somehow. Right? Yeah. Um, so I feel yeah. like a lot of us bet on ourselves. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's true. I definitely bet on myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, like I can figure this out. Yeah. Like this is. I can definitely figure this out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so talk a little bit about, like, having your son and being a single mom and what is your life like? And um, given all this work that you've done and the challenges that you've overcome, like, yeah. how does it feel now? Your son's two and a half. He's two and a half. It is intense. Mm -hmm. um, he is the light of my life. I have never, ever, ever regretted making the decision, ever. Um, he is very active. He is all boy. His name is Jude. Um, two and a half is fun because they're talking and mm -hmm. you get to like watch their personality come out. And I'm also like watching, he is such a loving, affectionate child. So he'll be like, Oh, you okay, mama? You know, <laughs> and like, it's just such a, we, we are, we are buddies, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, and you guys had an interesting adventure. You took Jude and took off for a while. Tell us about that. Yeah, so about a year ago now, we picked up and essentially moved to Mexico for nine weeks. And I rented an Airbnb, and um, I had had a friend who had, had lived in San Miguel de Ende, which is in Mexico. And he raved about it, and so I was like, oh, that sounds like a, a cool little city. And mm -hmm. I, I, I did some digging into it because I'm self-employed. I can work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because had, I've had so much freedom my, my whole life, you know, mm -hmm. whether it was single days and self-employed. Like, it's almost too much freedom in a mm -hmm. way, like, where I... I I, I took advantage of it. Mm -hmm. I've done a ton of traveling. 
But somehow when I had my kid, I needed to know that I could still have that part of my life. And so there was this inner drive inside me to like do some international travel. Mm -hmm. Um, And somehow with Jude, it felt like more of an adventure. And it certainly was. (laughs) It was a bigger challenge for sure to like navigate all that. I mean, I was like down at the passport office when he was a baby, yeah. like laying him on the ground, getting his passport <laughs> picture taken. Yeah. And, um, but it was so much fun because I ended up tapping into a, a great community in San Miguel of choice moms. Which I didn't even know there was such a thing. Like there's literally a place where there's a bunch of choice moms living down there. In That's, Mexico. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there probably are in all, in a lot of cities in right. Mexico. Mm-hmm. But these were American women Mm -hmm. who were down there because it's affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, They could work remotely. Mm -hmm. The schools down there are phenomenal. I actually toured like eight different schools Mm -hmm. and they were like, you know, just so nurturing and caring and beautiful and also affordable, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's also a very walkable town. It's everything is very family friendly. The mm-hmm. weather is good all year round. Anyway, it's just like laundry list of yeah, desirable qualities down there. And so I was like, oh, we're gonna go check it out. And um, and we did, and it was so much fun. And these women that I met down there were also extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And we all are kind of like cut from the same cloth. In isn't a way. that isn't that just so interesting? Because yeah. you start off with this shame of like. Something must be wrong with me. Why am I defective in some way? How come this? It, it starts out feeling like a crap choice, right? <laughs> right. Why do I have, right. have this life? Yeah. And then the reality is, it's a great life. Yeah. It can be a great life. Most of our friends that are choice moms are experiencing the same level of just joy and happiness and fulfillment as we are. And then you meet other women and you're like, I I never think that of other choice moms that I meet. Like, ooh. (laughs) You know? Okay, a couple, everyone. (laughs) I mean, any group has has their nuts, right? right. (laughs) Yes. But But for the vast majority of, you know, other choice moms, they, they tend to be pretty high caliber individuals. Just inspiring, strong intelligent humans that are brave and adventurous and yeah I I've been blown away Mm -hmm. and and so honored to like get to be around the women that 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 I've met through the path and there's that great quote that goes something like you always get what you want just not in the way you expect it and that is true I think it's true like you kind of you you can look at your life and be like, okay, I'm getting what I want, but it's just never served up in the way that you yeah. expected it to be. So, do you have do you have any regrets looking back of uh, on this journey of becoming a choice mom? Is there anything you God, I wish I didn't do that, or you know, I mean, I have Jude, and so if anything would have messed with that Mm -hmm. it would have turned out differently and Mm -hmm. I just yeah I I wouldn't have changed it from from that standpoint yeah and I can't even say that I wish I had done it earlier because I did it when it was the right time for me Mm -hmm. and 
I was grateful that in this day and age, we don't have to be super dependent on our biological clocks right. to, have to, do, to have this choice. Yeah. 20 years ago, it was a whole different deal. Yeah. 10 years ago, it was a whole different oh, yeah. deal. I will say that I have had some older women who never ended up having children for various reasons. Um, one lady, she'd never got married and just didn't have kids. And then another lady did get married but wasn't able to have kids naturally. And then just time had kind of passed and she didn't pursue all of the options that she could have to become a mom. These women are in their 60s today and they look at me and this, the seriousness with which they tell me, I should have done what you did. And that they're living with that hole in their lives, like it didn't go away. And it's, it gives me chills even now just to think about it because we are so lucky to have the technological, you know, the science to be able to get pregnant even if it's at advanced stages. And we're also so fortunate to have the social acceptability. It's just, I mean, my kids are no different than anybody else's kids. It is, it is not a thing. No, like, if yeah. you think it's a thing, it's really not. Like I'm living it, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I'm so grateful that we're able to have that experience because we are some of the first women like in history yes. to have these options. And not only to, I mean, yes, you could have always done this, but it's not like, oh, she's over there. We're, we're right. so integrated. No, we're so blessed. We are, we are. We are so fortunate. And then the fact that as professional women, you know, that helps you be able to afford it too. Right. right? So women in the past have been financially right. dependent more on their husbands. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just freedom all around. Right. Free yeah. Freedom and choice. Yeah. We're, we're living in a lucky, miraculous time. I know. That's just, that's why I want to do these videos. I want you, I just want to show you guys like the faces of real women who are becoming single moms by choice and loving it and loving each other. Yay. I'm so happy to have my girlfriend, Chris. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Do you have any last things that you want to say? I just want to, no, I just want to say, trust your gut, follow your heart. Um, don't, don't worry about, don't judge yourself. Don't worry about judgments from other people. Like, the minute you decide on this journey, people are gonna gather around you and you're gonna you're gonna find your people and you're gonna get your support and you are strong and you've got this. There's always a way. And I the one thing I would just say is be be very aware of what your thoughts are because your thoughts are generated by you and you have the power to change those thoughts. And that's a big part of this, is like what's happening internally with the way that you're thinking about things. So um, just remember, you're in charge. You got this. You can do it. Yes. Yeah. And it's so fun. <laughs> it is so fun being a mom after longing and having that hole in, in my heart, wanting to be a mom. Finally, being a mom is the bomb. It is so much fun. It's it's not easy. No, parenting for nobody is easy, right? It's, but the joys of it, like the work part of it, is so small compared to the the fulfillment and the joy and the meaning that 
that I'm getting from the experience. So I would highly recommend it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Yeah, thank you.